MJ versus LeBron. LeBron has been in the NBA for since 2003, so it's going on 16 years. And we, ever since Michael Jordan has left the NBA, they've always tried to find somebody to compare him to. It was Kobe. Now it's LeBron. And people don't want to admit this. And I'm going to end this conversation once and for all. And a lot of people won't agree with me. You know, the argument of why Michael Jordan is the greatest NBA player of all time is because he went to the finals six straight times and never lost. It's cool. I can use that. But at the same time, there's nothing else around that. If your only argument is because he never lost in the finals, that makes him the greatest player of all time. Your argument really don't hold much weight. I'm going to explain why LeBron is the GOAT and why his legacy is already solidified and it's more important than Michael Jordan's is. Michael Jordan retired in 1998. Cool. Stay gone for a couple years. To me, what took away from his legacy is he decided to come back and play for the Wizards. And he knew it was over. But, you know, a man's ego is the most powerful thing he has. And his ego allowed him to come back, play for the Wizards. He had a couple good games. He, you know, he could still do a little bit. But he wasn't that dominant player we was used to throughout his career. If you look at the landscape of the NBA over the last, what, 20 years, the way the rules are, the way the league is set up, the way it's designed for certain players to look like they're great, but when in actuality, they're really not. And I understand a lot of people don't agree with me. That's cool. That's fine. We can disagree. I'm cool with that. We can have a discussion. I'll tell you how I feel. You can tell me how you feel. At the end of the day, I got a lot of strong facts and information to support how I feel. They always want to talk about who is greater. Could the 97 Bulls or 96 Bulls or whatever year they won 72 games, could they beat Golden State when they won 73 games? You have to understand, no matter what genre it is, music, sports, movies, whatever, there is no such thing as the greatest of all times. It's not. We can stop trying to make it seem like it is, but it's not. What people need to realize is is that everything has its moment in time. Time is infinite. You can't say something is 
greater than the other because things change over time. Sports change, music change, rules change, the world changes. We're supposed to evolve and become better and do things differently. So what people refuse to comprehend and mix into their logic and their reasoning for behind behind why they say Michael Jordan is better than LeBron or whatever, he's the greatest of all times. If it's solely based on championships, why are we dismissing Bill Russell? You got to understand that this man has 11 rings more than anyone will ever get in our lifetime, in my lifetime, and going forward. But then at the same token, they dismiss him for his level of competition. And that's fine. You always want to build somebody up, but at the same time, tear them down. Michael Jordan's level of competition, I feel like, was probably the best we'll ever see in sports. Because this has been a lot of times where I thought, and it's a fact, that those Utah Jazz teams that he beat in the finals were way better than the Bulls. But when you have that X factor, that one thing Utah never had was Michael Jordan. He refused to lose. And it was a lot of times I felt like this is over. They're a better team. And he will say the same. He might not admit it, but their team were better. It's just that simple. The Utah Jazz were way better than the Chicago Bulls. But he took it upon himself and what we're missing now and have been missing is that killer instinct in players. I feel like even with LeBron, love him to death, I feel like he's the best that ever played the NBA. He don't have that killer instinct. Even with me, I've always wanted to be in sports. I felt like I can I can do that. And I dedicated myself like everyone else did. Was outside after I watched the game, watched the Bulls, watched the Lakers, whatever. Practicing, copying people. And I never copied Michael Jordan, maybe because I was a little too young. So the people that I patterned myself after was Kobe Bryant, Dwayne Wade, those those guys. I knew I was short. I knew that me being who I was and my height and you're not the... I'm not an athlete. I wasn't built to be one, but my mind, in my mind, I knew I was better than a lot of people. And like I said, that's what we're missing nowadays. You don't, everybody wants to be friends. Everybody wants to be liked. Everybody wants, you know, to be loved. If you are a true competitor, you're 
you like competition, you whatever the case may be, I can't like you. Because my mind is, even if it's not true, I'm better than you. There's always something that you do better than the next person. And with me not having the height of a typical basketball player, I had to use what I was given, which was intelligence, IQ, speed, dribble. I played soccer when I was younger. And I feel like if anybody ever wants to be good at anything else, any sport like basketball or football, soccer is something you should take up because it teaches you eye-hand coordination. And then you do certain things without even thinking about it. It just becomes second nature. So I was able to do certain things. I was able to study something, certain moves, crossovers, or um, watch certain players like Dwayne Wade and Allen Iverson and those guys, somebody that was more relatable to me because I'm not six, nothing, five, eight, maybe five, nine at the best, at the most. And so I had to use what I was given. It didn't make me feel like I was inadequate or I had to be a certain way. It's like when you're given a certain, when you're born a certain way and you're given the tools that you're given, you have to make the most of it. So I never focused on shooting. That was never my, my interest. What always interested me was those players that would break people off the dribble crossovers or whatever, or I was a small person that played like a big man. So that's all I focused on was how can I be better than who's in front of me with what I got? I'm short. I'm fast. My eyes was always on the basket. So my mentality was, what can I do with what I got to get me to where I need to be, which is to score? No matter how tall, how old, how big, or whatever the case may be, what can I do to get me where I need to be? And that's what I focused on. I honestly feel like people are dismissive of LeBron and they're not appreciating what we have. Once he's gone, there will never be nobody like him. You'll find a bunch of different people that's close to Michael Jordan, but I guarantee you we will never see nothing like him. 6'8", 250 pounds, smart, fast. Everybody focus on the negative. He's hard to play with. He complains a lot. Blase, blase. But at 33 years old and 16 years in the league, like, who's doing what he's doing? He's still fun to watch. Take him out of the equation. What are you left with? A bunch of players that don't want to put in the time, 
I want to be a celebrity. I want to be on the internet. I want to tweet. I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to date the most known, famous female, the model, the, the actress or whatever. Meanwhile, when you are doing what you're paid to do, you're shitty at it. And it comes off that way. I don't want to, I don't, I don't love the NBA way, the NBA the way I used to because the mentality of it is different now. I never cared about getting hit or, you know, the shit that's considered a foul nowadays wouldn't even been thought about 20 years ago. The way the bad boys, uh, the Pistons, Bill Embiid, et cetera, et cetera, the way they used to play, I was raised on that. And it just taught me you got to be tougher. Nowadays, it's, you can't look at a, a player wrong without it being a foul. And it's it just makes it hard to look at. And it's hard to love it because that's not what you used to. But the generation has changed. We have to get away from placing one thing and saying it is stand a test of time. You have to know Michael Jordan wouldn't be relevant right now. The landscape of music... Tupac wouldn't be relevant right now. Biggie wouldn't be relevant right now. It's different. We're supposed to evolve. We're supposed to change. So why are we so stuck on trying to keep things that had a place in time, a moment in time, relevant? When in actuality, it won't be. The last time I felt like things were exciting in the NBA and I tuned in and I was willing to watch was when LeBron was in Miami. That was exciting. Game six of the 2012 or 13 NBA finals was probably one of the greatest games I've ever seen in my life. No one will admit it, but I will because I'm unbiased. The things that he did in that game and the way it turned out was amazing. Will we see that again? In my personal opinion, I don't think so. It's that game. A couple games with the Bulls where it was seemed like it was out of reach. But the heart and the mindset of that, if I'm going to go out, I'm going to leave it all out on the floor, made those games into instant classics. The step back Michael Jordan had against Byron Russell. You'll never see that again. Playing on both ends of the floor, we will not. As time go on, the league will get 
softer and softer and things will change more and more to cater to what I feel like is money. It's really went away from a sport to a Fortune 500 company, so to speak. The moment that they implemented a dress code when you come to the games, I knew that was the beginning of the end. And it's all about protecting the product, not letting these grown men, these players be who they are and do what they're paid to do and do what they love to do, which is play basketball. I hate that I'm labeled a a hater because I'm not a huge fan of the Golden State Warriors. And I don't, I don't, I won't say that they're as great as everybody make them out to be solely because of how they play. It's not fun to watch a person shoot a bunch of jump shots. Like, that's something I don't want to look at because it's hard to look at. And the argument that Stephen Curry is, like, the face of the league is ridiculous. The golden age of the NBA was the late 80s, early 90s, on into 2000, 2001. I hate that we in that stage where we feel like we can get stuff easy. Like, I feel like, sure, if you practice enough, you'll shoot a bunch of jump shots and be good at it. That was never my focus it's more entertaining and more true to watch somebody going to the hole banging and like being aggressive like there's nothing aggressive about dribbling a couple times and step back and shooting a goofy ass three pointer that's, that's not fun for me to watch it's terrible, actually. And as good as Golden State is, I honestly feel like things are set up for them to be so great. Let's be honest. The rules, you can't hand check. You can't do this. You can't do that. You can't be physical. If you really look at it, okay, take away the shooting. What is it that makes Stephen Curry so great? Ask yourself that. He can dribble. That's cool. Are you going to go to the basket every time you touch the ball? No, probably not. So what else do we have? Do we really see him shooting mid-range jumpers and no post-up? Like, what is it? Like, We're so quick to label somebody great 
without them actually putting in the time. It takes time. It takes hard work. It takes you being better than the next person consistently over time for you to consider be greater than the next person. They just shoot better than everybody else. Nobody builds teams no more. Nobody builds dynasties. Like, I'm going to go play here with so-and-sos because they're hot right now. So I'm going to jump on their bandwagon so I can get me a ring. This generation that we're in, nobody wants to work for anything. And it's kind of set up that way. My generation was the generation that kind of went away from how it used to be, how our parents came up, how their parents came up, that we are too impatient. We want everything now. Now this generation is, you got instant gratification. You can get everything you want quickly. You can do a little bit of work and be great. And that's fine. That's cool. That's cute. I will never say or call Stephen Curry a superstar. I can't. I can't do it. It's not in me. I came from something else. I seen greatness. I see you actually have competition. You actually have to work to get what you want and then not be just handed to you. I seen people have the mind state of, I don't care who he is. The world can think he's a certain figure or they can call him great, but I'm here too. And I'm just as good, if not better. So I'm going to show that we don't have that no more. I almost feel like I watch certain games and it's like they are sitting there listening to the world and the media tell them how great Golden State is or Stephen Curry is or Kevin Durant is and it's like so why even why even try not saying that I'm here too there was a reason why I made it here and I'm not gonna let nobody say that you're better than me even though you might be that might be true I'm not going to let you know that. You're going to have to show me. Now back to the topic. Let's get away from Michael Jordan's record in the NBA and the finals and blase, blase. Who can say that when he left, it kind of took something away from the game because you had other great players that was still in place and they kept it going. Ask yourself this, the moment that LeBron James retires, who are you actually going to say is the face in the NBA and that will carry that as long as he did? We're going to watch a bunch of Motherfucking jump shots and three-point shooting and 
shooting from half court, like that's where that's where we going. That's who's gonna carry that on, and then you gonna have little kids watching this and saying that's the way I need to play, and don't play no defense, don't play on the opposite side of the ball, don't work on anything else. Just let let me out shoot the person that's in front of me. That's that's where we hit it. Can't stop nobody. Can't do nothing else. Can dribble a little bit. That's it. I wish we would just appreciate what we're seeing because it's the last of a dying breed. Another case in point, my favorite player that's been my favorite player for the last, since as long as he's been in the NBA, Dwayne Wade. I look at it like when he's gone, who is going to even come close to him? Who do you have? It's it's it. Because it's different now. He was the last of when the era of work hard. Be better than the person that's in front of you. It's it. I can't I can't even name one person that even come close to him. Like I honestly feel like he and I've heard a lot of people say this, like you go down the list of people in his position, who's better than him? He'd had some mishaps where he was hurt and he didn't have the supporting cast and cool, but based on skill, who is really on Dwayne Wade's level? Honestly, it's him, Kobe, Michael Jordan. That's it. That's the end of the discussion. Everybody else comes after. What he did in the 2006 NBA Finals, alone. You could say he had help, but he didn't. He carried them by himself. You can't even say that Michael Jordan did that or Kobe Bryant did that because Kobe had Shaq. Kobe had Paul Gasol, whatever. When Dwayne Wade had Shaq, Shaq was at the coming to the end of his his line. He made that decision to put them on his back and carry it in the shit that he was doing. The moves he was making, like I studied him. I went out after I watched every game in them finals. I literally went out and copied everything that I saw him do. Who can you say that you're copying now? So to get back to my original thought. Let's stop with the the greatest of all times. And LeBron is better than so-and-so. Or Kobe was closer to Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan had his time period. Let's not forget. He lost a lot and the only reason why he started winning because the people that was in front of him and came before him got old. Isaiah got old. Larry Bird got old. Magic Johnson got old. Let's cut let's cut the shit and be real. If they came out at the same time he did, his legacy would be totally different. 
but he had his moment. He was the next up. He came in when he came in at that time. And there was nobody that was fucking with him. So he had his period. Once he got old, you're gone. So now let's move into the next time frame. Got Kobe Bryant, Tracy McGrady, Steve Francis, so-and-so, whatever. In that time period, Kobe was that nigga. And he dominated. Okay. Move away from him. 2003 come. LeBron James coming to the league. Dwayne Wade. Now we moving into a new moment in time and new time period. Where they are dominant. They are the the best players in the league, whatever. They evolved the league further. for the pause. I don't know, man. You'll see the moment that man don't play basketball no more and you'll see the landscape. You'll see the, the loss of viewership and loss of interest. You'll see it. I watched the first game of the NBA season this year and I I was sad because you can see this is it. They should hope that he can play for another five, six years. If not, what's what are you left with? Players that don't want to develop the game. Been in the league one or two years and you hearing about them dating so and so and doing this and on TMZ and like it's in a whole nother genre now. But we so focused to try to bury somebody and try to find the next sensation. We don't even take the time to appreciate what we got right now. I love Michael Jordan. I love Kobe Bryant. I love LeBron James. Let's just stop trying to say what if and he could do this and this team could be this team. It's different. It's just different. And it's going to continue to get more and more different. At some point, we won't even be talking about Stephen Curry or Golden State or Kevin Durant because the game is going to move forward from what they're doing it's jump shooting now and three-pointers and blah 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 that's cool so it's designed for you to be 
successful. Well, what happens when it's not? Who can you honestly say besides Kevin Durant? If the rules change tomorrow or the league went in a different direction that could withstand the changes that happens. Like I always say, when a different team, Draymond Green or Clay Thompson, you would be role players. Because you don't, you're not good at anything else. What's working for you now is being a shooter. But since that's all you do and that's all you focus on and it works and it's for it for you to work. How would you strive in a different system? That's why Clay keeps saying he don't want to leave. He's happy and go to state. That's because you know who you are and what you do is only good at where you are. That same shit that you do in Golden State wouldn't work nowhere else. You don't have nothing to fall back on. You can't be a focal point. I think I got so far off the topic, I don't even know how to get back to where I originally started, but it's just, it's frustrating when we refuse to be honest and see things from both sides. Let's cut the the greatest of all times conversation out. Let's just stop. And enjoy the moment. Because the moment will be over soon. And then we're going to be searching for something else. And I, I honestly feel like it's not going to happen. It's not going to come. You'll never see somebody like LeBron James. You'll never see somebody like Michael Jordan. You'll never see somebody like Kobe Bryant. What we will see is people adapt to what is placed in front of them. And nothing more. You won't strive to be different, strive to be better, go above and beyond. They are only going to do what's required And it's, it's, it sucks. But it is what it is. LeBron James is probably the greatest player I've ever seen in my life. As I feel like he does so much more than what Michael Jordan did. Or what Kobe did. Kobe was a scorer. That was his mentality. He didn't try to be a good teammate and get people involved. 
I'm good at scoring, and that's what I'm going to stick to. LeBron can score. LeBron can pass. LeBron can play defense. LeBron can demand more of his teammates. Like it's the list goes on and on. So I can't really really say someone is better than the next person when their skill set and their mindset and things that they do well is different. Solely based on rings. That argument alone is stupid. Because we already know who has more rings, who has the most rings, and that shit will never be changed. No one would ever win 11 rings. Nobody. Ever. In their lifetime. Except undefeated in the finals. Tom Brady went to the Super Bowl eight times, only won five. But he's still regarded as the greatest quarterback of all time. So it's not about wins. We pick and choose who we want to say is great based on winning percentage. No one even thinks about the fact that he lost three times. Two times to the same team. You just think about how many wins you have. What do you do in certain situations? How did you get those wins? The first three Super Bowls was all won by field goals. Sure, he got him in a position to get the field goal, but let's be honest, it's other people involved. It's other people involved. We playing sports. It's a team effort. How is one person labeled and defined by something that he can't accomplish on his own? LeBron can't go out there and win championships by himself. He just does his part at this stage in his career. I'm going to do what I need to do, but you don't get anybody else doing it. I think I made my point. Some will agree and some will won't. Some won't. That's fine. I'm open to discussion.